Well, good morning, folks. Uh, wanted to apologize for the lateness. You know, I was going to try to do it 8.30, but what happened was, you know, the call. You know how it is when you get up in the mornings, and then you sometimes have personal issues that, you know, just not something worth talking about. But um, how, how was y'all's week? I hope y'all had a good week, and I really do. When I ask y'all questions, or I say things to you. I truthfully mean what I say. And if I actually ask you a question, I truthfully care about your well-being, you know. And I want to um, tell you something. Today we're going to go into Matthew 4. And we're going to go from 4 to 11. And then we're going to go into the topic about it. Let's... Uh, have our before service prayer. Dear Lord God and Jesus, I pray that this message will be a light to the people and teach them about the rights and wrongs of life because I want them to understand what right and wrong is. And I pray that you teach them right and wrong. And I pray that this message will be one for the ages and for people to understand that whatever goes on right now between all of us in church today, that everybody will understand that this is church. And this is time to understand people and to get along with people. And I just wish you to pray for this message to enlighten and encourage people to understand more. In your personal name we pray. Amen. But let's get into the story. Get into the word. Alright. Now we're going to talk today on um, Matthew 4. Now before we get started, this thing here says online pastor. If you ever see me doing this, wearing this, you know that... Um, well, you know, a lot of people have their positions in life put out there to where others know, come to them if they need help. So, like, if you see me wearing that, then you automatically know, okay, I know this. You, you may not know me, and you may do, but you know that I'm somebody that you can trust, you can honor and understand, and then I take the... Lord's name seriously. I take God and Jesus seriously. So without further ado, let's get into the message. Matthew 4, 1 to 11. The Holy Spirit led Jesus into the desert so that the devil could test him. After Jesus had gone without eating for 40 days and nights, he was very hungry. Then the devil came to him and said, if you are God's son, tell the stones to turn into bread. Jesus answered, The scripture says no one can live only on food. People need every word that God has spoken. The next, next the devil took Jesus to the holy city and had him stand on the highest part of the temple. The devil said, If you are God's son, jump off. The scripture said, God will give his angels order about you. They will catch you in their arms and you won't hurt your feet on the stones. Jesus answered, the scripture also says, don't try to test the Lord your God. Finally, the devil took Jesus up on a very high mountain and 
Finally, the devil took Jesus up on a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms on earth and their power. The devil said to him, I will give all this to you if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus answered, Go away, Satan. The scripture said, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left Jesus and angels came to help him. Now, my brothers and sisters, I want you all to understand right now what that is saying right now. It is basically saying that the devil will tempt us. He's tempted Jesus and he's tempted a bunch of them. He told them, like Job, I mean, Job was a man after God's own heart. And Job was a man that would have would have lived and died for God and Jesus. And because of that, the devil knew that. Just like Jesus, people, the devil knew what Jesus would do for God and for earth. And he knew that he was faithful to that service. But what the devil wouldn't let go of was the fact that he figured that if he is the son of God, that, that Jesus could be tempted, he thought. But what the devil never stopped to think about was that that's not the way it goes. It's not the way it is. It's like this. If you get tempted, and I've seen it happen many times, there are women and there are men, don't get me wrong, there are loose people, and they're of the devil. You can tell straight off because their attitude. You didn't know it to start with, but there was some sign maybe that the way they act or dress in front of you, and it hurts your feelings to a certain point. You said, I can't do this. But what was truthfully the thing was, through it all, you knew that if you stood stern and straight with what was going on in your life, you knew they couldn't do nothing to you if you were with God. But if you ever faltered from the path of God and Jesus, you knew they had every right to take you and do as they wanted because the devil would use them, use these sheep's and uh, wolves and sheep's clothing, basically. And the devil was the uh, wolf, and he disguised himself as this beautiful person man and woman and they would use that person to come to you and say hey I am a man or a woman and you desire me so don't you think it's high time that we take and go and say well if I desire you then does that mean I'm bad well yes it does if that person is of the devil and of means that are not right because there are some people in this world that you can get in front of, and they can get in front of you, and they'll have everything going on. Sex, drugs, alcohol, cigarettes, all kind of things. Money, and they'll do it all. They either want it from you, or they want to give it to you. And that's not the way I see it. All these people come and go in this world, and they don't stop to think about the fact that there are people in this world that have tried to either do them dirty, are doing wrong and it wasn't really the person doing the thing wrong it was the devil in disguise I mean we have angels unaware and we have the devil unaware times when the devil has been in disguise like he was having a Halloween party every day of his life by putting on a costume and pretending to be something that you would desire a man who is a basically a Christian but a Christian that can be persuaded on to the bad side, devil knows it. And the devil will take a man like that, or try any man that matter, 
and say if he can make a human being slip and do something he's not supposed to do, then he knows he's got an upper hand on God and Jesus. Like, give an example. Say that you see you're a good man, or you try to be, and you're trying hard not to uh, do anything ridiculous in your life, and you're trying hard to be a good man. So God is on your side. Devil says, okay, you got God and Jesus on your side. I'll show you something. And he'll put, if you're a good man, put a not-so-reputable woman in front of you. God will put a good woman in front of you. Devil puts a bad woman in front of you. And God, and see, the devil says, okay, well, you're a man of God, so I'm going to tell you something. I bet you I can put this here loose woman in front of you and you will fall for her and you won't even think about God and Jesus. But the thing is, when God and Jesus is on the scene doing their work strong as ever, you see where the power comes in and that man has the power to tell the devil, devil, I know that's you and you're not going to win because I'm waiting for the right woman and the only ones that can help me find that right woman is God and Jesus. And then, when God and Jesus see that you've resisted what the devil was doing, they say, well, how wonderful is this? I got a um, person on my side trying to not only give their heart to me, but take my heart from me. And that's what God and Jesus sees you doing. And they say, okay, if you're going to be doing all that, then what they're going to do is tell you, if that's how you're going to live your life, then what they want to do is say, look, to reward you, they give you the chance to seek and find with their help, with their big help, because, matter of fact, you couldn't do it on your own if you wanted to, but help you find the right woman. And you women out there who's been done dirty by the devil when it comes to men, well, if you are stern and sturdy, or steady, however you want to say it, with God and Jesus, the devil can't make you go out with no trash of a man, a loose man. Oh yeah, people think that bad women are the only ones that are loose and that good women are the only ones that are like angels. Nope. Ain't people that are like angels on earth, they can be people. They can be um, men and women. Men and women can be loose and men and women can be real holy. So you're saying they can be holy men and holy women, loose men and loose women? Of course they can be. Why do you think there's men out there that want to find every woman in the world and make love to it. That's not right. That's not the way they were taught. I mean, a good mom and dad would taught you better. But the thing is, sometimes you just have to rely on the lessons of God and Jesus to help you through life. But God, Jesus said, if you do as they command you to do on the devil, they'll turn around and give you a lifestyle that's like, wow, so you're telling me I have a good life and I have a job that has to do with God and Jesus. I have a good woman in coming into my life. And it's like, hold on. Stop. What it was, was there was a timer going off in here. And I just want to tell you something. You have to understand, when you're dealing with God and Jesus, you will find out not only will your job be God and Jesus approved job, you will find out that it don't matter if it's pay or if it's a volunteer job or no pay at all and it's an everyday job. Whatever it is, God and Jesus will send it your way. Same thing with a person. You need a good spouse 
You'll find one through God and Jesus. You want good friends? You'll find them through God and Jesus. What I'm saying is, is the devil had tried to tempt us more than once in our life, and we never saw it. We were too busy sitting there saying, well, you know, that's all I can do in this world. No, it's not all you can do. You can do better in this world, but you don't want to because you're too busy falling down on what the devil said. And the devil said, if you want something good in life, take what I give you because that's all you're going to that's the best you're going to get. And God said, no. Nope. Jesus said, no. No way, man. It's not like that. If you really truthfully think that that's all there is to life, you got issues. you got problems. you got something I don't understand. I'm going to tell you something. Living in God and Jesus approved lifestyle, it ain't going to be easy to get there and easy to maintain because all these things that the devil wants and, and sees, he wants it. He sees it. He's got to have it. I mean, you don't know how many times we sat there. How many times we sat there. We as people sat there. Seeing people go through struggles. And never said a word about it wherever God said to talk about it. Because we were scared that when we did, that people would just look at us and get mad or cry or laugh. That's what we told ourselves. We didn't say, look. You're having troubles right now. You got the devil on your shoulders. So how do you tend to get the devil off if the devil is driving you berserko, bananas, crazy, whatever you want to say? Then they'd say, I don't know. Say, well, best way to get rid of God, I mean, get rid of, excuse me, get rid of the devil. Ooh, sorry, I had a slip-o today. But anyway, it's basically to say that, um, if you have the devil on your heels, on your tail, 24-7, and it's driving you berserk, bananas, crazy, insane, whatever you want to say, the best way to stop it, if it's really something you don't want, is to just turn to God and Jesus and get your life straight. And that's what you should be telling these people. These people should be able to know that their sickness that they have, which is basically the devil infecting them, with all kinds of things going on in their lifestyle, then the best way to get over that sickness is just turn it over to God and Jesus. Stop trying to play a game. Jesus was tempted by the devil. And you know good and well, he, they don't tell you this, but you find out in your own daily lives that that wasn't the only time that same temptation came about. Because daily the devil is looking at us and saying, if you just bow down and worship him, all these things he'll give thee. And he tried to prove it. But thing is, why does a man believe that some of his gifts he's got today that we all know could have came from only the devil? Why do some of these people think that those gifts, you know, are so wonderful when they have to go through so much mess just to get them? So, so I'm confused right now. now explain this to me. How do you think that is so appropriate for you people that are like this. Now, those that ain't like this, y'all are not involved in it, but it's one to think about for those that don't do it, but those that do need to understand this too. Why is it that we think when we're dirty people? Now, I'm not saying clean people think this way, but dirty people, why is it y'all think that a hooker is a gift, a great gift, when you have to, well, number one, pay for it, Number two, then you got to hope and wish and pray she don't have a disease. And then 
you got to hope and wish and pray that you don't fall in love with her. Because if you do, then that's going to mess her life up. <coughs> I don't actually think that. I really don't think that. And excuse me, I've been having those sinus issues lately. But I'm just saying, you know, I don't think that that's a wonderful idea. But y'all, some of y'all think it is. Now, some of y'all agree with me and think, well, brother, I understand what you're saying, and I agree with it. Or, pastor, I understand it. But my thing is, y'all got to stop this mess. Y'all got to stop it now before you go too far. Y'all have done led a life of, well, you know, this is this, that's that. There ain't no this, this, and that's that. It's only one way and one way only. If you don't get it right with God and Jesus, all your decisions you're making now is going to be falling down on the floor. Meaning you're not going to make wise decisions if you're sitting there listening to the devil and letting the devil control your life. Because all he's going to say right now, I mean, come on man, we got to sit there and talk about God every day. A lot of y'all have not sat there and talked about God from the get-go. Y'all wanted to talk about how it is that you got all these trinkets, all these gifts, and you never thought about the positive gifts came from God and Jesus. All y'all want to do is sit there, talk day in and out about the fact that you got this nice car, you got this and that. You know what? I didn't. God never said he was going to give you a golden limousine. Never said he was going to give you a mansion. That's not what God and Jesus said. They told you that what they were going to do was give you what you deserve, what you need. And you're sitting there wanting the highest mansion that goes from earth to heaven. You want that gold limousine. You want all the gold in the world, all the money in the world. But you haven't realized, are you living in a house or an apartment or a trailer? Do you have clothes on your body? Do you have shoes on your feet? Do you live? Do you breathe? If you have any kids, are they safe and sound and going to school? Come on now, if you got all these things and got a good job in some department, whether it be a church job or whether it be other kind, if it's one approved by God, don't you have it? I mean, come on. How in the world are we going to sit there and talk about, well, I got this and I got that. I bet you didn't get some of your stuff, honestly. I bet you old devil gave it to you because you didn't stop to ask God and Jesus to help you. If you had them, you would have seen better. But you didn't want to see better. You wanted to see life as you wanted to see it. You wanted to see life as you think it should be. And I'm telling you folks, there ain't no time to play games. There ain't no time to horse around about this thing. We got to be serious about it. We got to take what God tells us and take it seriously. But a lot of y'all said, oh no I don't. I got what I got and that's enough for me. Keep believing all that mess. Keep believing that what you got is enough for you. No, you can get more and better. But you don't want more and better. You want what you got now and stay that way. I'll tell you folks, how the world are you going to live like this? How the world are you going to be like this? When you sit there, literally sit there and talk about, well, you know, I got this and I got, yeah, you got all that mess. I'm not denying that you do. But you know what? Is that God approved stuff? Is it stuff that you know that God handled? For free. He don't have to have no shipping and handling fees. He shipped and handled it himself. When God and Jesus do shipping and handling themselves. They handled it and shipped it to you themselves. That is truthfully something positive. And you know what? You can get more love. More respect. By dealing with God and Jesus. Than you can dealing with old Satan. 
Because when people find out what kind of person you really are, they'll want to run from you. want to say, well, why didn't you just go ahead and get rid of get rid of the devil before you dealt with us? People don't want to answer that question because they feel they have to answer that question right as we speak. Oh, no, that means that they have to be honest, that they messed up and that they did wrong. Well, if you did wrong, what's the problem with it? I don't see why you can't just up and say, I did something I shouldn't have done, and I said something I shouldn't have said, and I have to get my life straight because devil has made me do this stuff. He didn't make you do this stuff. Devil will tempt you, and you will follow his temptations if you let it happen. And there's a lot of people right now getting all huffy-puffy, upset. Because they want you to say right now in their face, and I'm serious, they want you to say right now in their face, that, oh, you know, uh, they will make you do this and make you do that or will make you do this and that. No, he tempts us. We have to learn to have restraint and turn to God and Jesus. There is the almighty restraint that we have to have to say, no, devil, I'm not going your direction. I'm going to go in the direction of God and Jesus. And if you don't believe that, I don't understand what's wrong with you today. Some of you people, and the ones that do it, you know who you are, so you're going to have to feel like, uh-oh, you're stepping on my toes. Well, guess what? Get your toes hurt today because it's going to happen. People need to understand, there ain't no need to sit in there worrying about, well, whose toes did I step on today or whatever. You're going to step on them and hope they hurt because I'm getting tired of people thinking that you got to act a certain way just to talk. Uh-uh. If you're talking like I'm talking now, if you're speaking the good word, speaking God and Jesus, don't worry about how your people are feeling when they get their toes stepped on. Step on them. Like, I'm going to tell you something. If you're one of these people that ain't got no guts because the devil took your guts away from you and you're sitting there like a coward, you're sitting there acting like you can't say nothing to people, then you know what? There's some people you need to say something to and some you just need to let God handle it. God tells us there's some people we must talk to and some people we must just stop. But you know what? I'm going to tell you something, brothers and sisters. I'm living in a world, and you living in a world right now as we speak, where we're sitting there saying, hey, why does it seem like when we got good relationships going on, good men and women being in relationships, and a third person, man or woman, comes along, friend, foe, or otherwise, or turn around and get in the middle of it, and then try to mess it up in some sort of way because they don't like what's going on, or they don't like the fact that they can't control things when another person's there. You know, the devil, he sees times when people are having a good time in the name of God and Jesus, man and woman, doing what God and Jesus said, and the devil will come in there, put a monkey wrench in the work to try to, and say, you know what? These people shouldn't even be dealing with each other. These people ought to be done departing from each other. Shouldn't have had nothing to do with each other. But you know what? God and Jesus said, that ain't going to happen because whatever happened with these people, it's going to be because we stepped in and done what we had to do because you old devil trying to mess things up. And that's the truth. Devil tries to do everything he can to mess it up. You can sit there and believe all you want that it's all their fault, but the devil can mess things up. devil can put somebody in the middle of it and it could be a family member, it could be a relative, it could be somebody else, and then he'll try to mess it up. And I've just seen people lose a good job, good high-paying job because the devil messed it up. I know somebody personally had a good high-paying job and they let the devil mess it up, not knowing they did because of something stupid. They let their job get messed up. I'm going to tell you something right now. If you got something good going on in your life and the God and Jesus guarantee don't let the devil mess it up because you know good and well the devil will. He tries to tempt people and he tries to bust up things you got going on in your life. If he can tempt you, 
You could be sitting there having a good old time doing what God told you to do, doing what Jesus told you to do, and the devil come up out of nowhere and be like, BAM, and be trying to start the mess with you. He'll turn around and try to make it possible so that every time you get a good job going off, good high-paying job, he'll kick you down back to a low-paying job, knowing good well high-paying job was the one for you. I'm telling you, whatever good you got going on in your life, the devil will try to mess it up. And the devil ain't going to mess me up for doing what I'm supposed to do with God and Jesus. Because this is my life. This is my job. And I need to do it to the best of my ability to tell people all about God and Jesus. And there are times I get a little frustrated about it. But what am I supposed to do? Just sit there and let the devil ruin everything I got going on? I don't think so. The devil ain't going to ruin my life. The devil might ruin your life. But he ain't going to ruin mine. Oh, devil, get your butt out of this place. Because you ain't welcome here today. You ain't welcome nowhere in this world. You need to take your COVID and take it back to where you came from. Take all your demons and all your bugs and everything else you got on this earth. Take it back because we don't need it. We don't need it right now. We're sitting here in a world where we know good and well God and Jesus rule today. God and Jesus rule tonight. And that's the ones that's going to take me to heaven. That's the ones that's going to take me home. They're going to take me home when I go. And I ain't going to let no devil sit there and tempt me if I give myself to the devil, basically. I ain't giving myself no devil. I'm going to tell the devil off in the Christian way. Get out of here, devil. You go back where you came from. I don't care if you like me or not, devil. I wasn't here to put on enough to please you. I was here to put on enough to please God and Jesus and to do what I was told to do. And ain't no sense of you sitting there whining and crying. Help me, help me, help me. Oh my goodness, this man trying to hurt me. Yeah, I'm trying to hurt you, old Satan. You ever heard of leave me alone? Let God rule the day. Let Jesus rule the day. You need to let it happen. There ain't no need of you sitting there saying, well, help me, help me. This man trying to go against me. I, You know what? Yeah, I am trying to go against the devil. Just like the rest of us. Good-hearted, God and Jesus fair people are trying to do. We're trying to hurt you, devil, because you don't need to be a pleasure anyway. You don't need to have pleasure. There ain't no pleasures you need to have. And you're sitting there trying to tempt us. You're trying to tell us, if we just buy that and worship you, all these things you'll give us. Well, you know what? I heard the same thing from God, and I believe God and Jesus more. God and Jesus said, if you bow down and worship us, all these things we'll give thee. And I believe they're the building it. I knew what God and Jesus was talking about. They told us about paradise. They told us about heaven. They told us about the ways of the world. And I knew good and well that I wanted to be of the world called heaven. I didn't want to be in the world called hell. I didn't want to go down there and smell all that mess. I didn't want to see the river of sticks. I didn't want to see all that mess. I wanted to see God and Jesus. And I knew where it was going to come from. I knew that God and Jesus was going to be the one I talked to every day of my life. And you know what? Yes, you should bow down and worship thee. But thee should be God and Jesus. If you bow down and worship God and Jesus, look at all this stuff you get from thee. You'll get a lot of love. You'll get a lot of riches that come from the love of God and Jesus. Oh, you'll see good. Oh, you won't see craziness in this world. I'm going to tell you something, people. You need to stop all this mess you're doing. Because one of these days you're going to slip and you're going to be doing something you shouldn't be doing. You men that want to sit there and say you ain't got the guts to slip away from an evil woman and go to a good woman, you got that wrong. You can in God and Jesus' name. I don't see what the problem is, but a lot of you people are sitting there whining and crying because you think you, oh, I ain't got nothing going on in my life. Yes, you do. Believe in God and Jesus and fall on the feet of God and Jesus and you will find out that you've got more going on in your life than you had before. I, I'm not lying. I've seen too many people, they come in this world and they go in this world and they don't stop to think that maybe if they're living in hell, they're living there because of the fact they didn't follow God and Jesus. 
Like I said, God said, Jesus said, if y'all, if we, if you were to fall down on your knees and worship God in Jesus, watch what you'll get from him. You know, it's not no rocket science. Devil's got his gifts he wants to give you if you worship him. And God and Jesus have their gifts they want to give you if you worship them. But you know, the gifts I get from God and Jesus is a whole lot better than what I'll ever get from old Satan. I tell you. And you need to know that for a fact that there's no need in whining, no need in crying over this stuff. Because what is that going to get you if you don't see it right, if you don't see it honestly? I'm telling you. And we've got to stop that mess. We've got to start stuff that we need to start. So, before we close, I want to talk to y'all right now. Catch us tonight. And it, if I don't have another personal issue going on, then we'll try uh, either 5.30 or uh, whatever. But if something comes up and I can't do it then, then when I do, then I will explain, you know, if it's another personal issue. And my thing about that is when God knows the truth about what you're doing or not doing, then God forgives you if there's something you can't help. And he'll understand. God and Jesus will understand. But if you find out that there's something going on that keeps you from doing what you need to do for God and Jesus. And it's something where you're goofing off. God's going to get mad. Jesus is going to get mad at you. So remember, any task, any job you have to do in the name of God and Jesus, just make sure you do it to where God and Jesus is happy. And make sure that it's something that is accidentally where you couldn't do what you're supposed to for God and Jesus at that time. And I want y'all to, next time you see me, I'm going to have a surprise for you. I'm not telling you what it is because I want y'all to uh, be surprised at what it is. And I want y'all to get to the point where y'all understand that I'm the kind of man that loves to, if there's something I want to show y'all or tell y'all but I want to do it in surprise form I really get into stuff like that because I love y'all and I care about y'all so does God and Jesus but remember pray that one day y'all can walk in a building and catch me preaching every Sunday wouldn't that be lovely and still be able to do these recordings too but I want y'all to know I'm not playing head games with y'all I'm being seriously in love with y'all as family and friends in Christ. But a lot of y'all have done decided that a minister, regardless of online or church-wise, doesn't belong, whether it be radio or whether it be church building or whether it be internet, or all three. You don't think that people like that should be able to be allowed to speak. You don't believe in this stuff. And I will tell you something. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it at all. Because when we speak... When we preach, when we pray, when we hold God and Jesus up highly, it is no lie that we mean what we say. There are some guys I know that's put you in a downward spiral to believe that preachers aren't good and that we don't mean what we say and that we don't care. And whether you be seminary or whether you be ordained by God and Jesus, when one day you're told to pick up your cross, Either way, you, you must take what God and Jesus say seriously. And you must do it. Don't play head games. Don't play stupid. Play no game and be honest with God and Jesus. And that's the thing I'm saying. So my advice is, if God calls you to speak, to preach, 
don't play with that. Go and do what they said. Pick up your cross and go. Speak what God says. Let it be God telling you what to say. And that's the way it should be. I'm serious. I want y'all to know right now. Hold on a minute. y'all right now to understand through all that all that we're going through in this world right now we've got to understand that old God and old Jesus never will be old they'll always be there for you always be there honestly day in and out be there for you when no one else was I know that you think that what I'm saying is probably a bunch of whatevers, and I understand that a lot of y'all might not understand what I'm saying, but I'm going to tell y'all something. As long as I live in this world, as long as I breathe in this world, if you ever hear me say something you don't understand, always talk to me. Always tell me. And remember, if you couldn't understand what I said in the uh, video form, check out the uh, audio version of it that I'll be posting soon. But... I want y'all to know that y'all can always come to God and Jesus pray and always seek the face of God and Jesus. Always understand that God and Jesus is always going to be there for you. I may have had my moments in my past, present, and future. I may have let you down. But we know God and Jesus will never do such. And don't think that your old pastor, fixing to be 40 in May, May the 15th, is going to always let you down on purpose. No. Accidentally, yeah, I can see that happen, but on purpose, no. So I won't do it. I love y'all too much. And you know, there's a lot of people would have looked at what I'm doing now and would have said it's a bunch of mess, but it's not to me. I'm seriously for you. I'm seriously for God and Jesus. And I want y'all to know that if you need anything, just contact me on here, and I'll talk to you as soon as I can. And you know, if you need me for any reason let me know and we'll work something out if I can't come to you then we'll talk on here but just remember that because I want you I want y'all to understand that that's how life is so let's pray dear Lord God and Jesus I pray that this message will be an inspiration to the world and an inspiration to life and an inspiration to people and to God and to Jesus to give and take to the world. And I pray that we all just come together and see the world as is, see the world as it should be, and do as God asks us to do, be how God wants us to be. And I just wish and over pray for the ups, the downs, the ins, outs. I pray for the black, the white, the green, the purple, all races, color, sex, and age. I pray for the good people to see God is what God is. And I want the good people to see what God isn't. God isn't going to be of the devil. Jesus isn't going to be of the devil. God and Jesus are going to be of the of the world called heaven. And I want y'all to know that if you want to go there, 
You just turn your eyes upon God and Jesus. Look full in their wonderful face. Look at them closely. The best way they ask you to look at them while you're on earth. So that you can see them better when you die and go to heaven. And I wish and I hope and I pray for the ups, the downs, the ins, the outs. That you just all see God and Jesus as is. I pray for each person that don't have children to have children. That deserve children. If you don't deserve it, then you shouldn't have it. But I pray if you need kids and want kids. And you can have them not only physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Have them. People that can become good parents need to be parents. If they want to be. And need to be. And I pray... For everybody in this world to just see God and Jesus as God and Jesus is. And I pray that devil you leave me alone. And I feel things sometimes in my life physically. That let me know the devil's trying. But he can leave me alone go where he belongs. And I wish you pray for the good, the bad, and the ugly, the rich, the poor. All races, color, sex, and age. I pray for the happy. I pray for everybody. They all work out in your precious name. I just wish you don't be praying. Dear Lord God and Jesus that you just see me for who I am. And teach me to be who I need to be. And I wish you to pray for the ups. I wish you to pray for the downs, the ins, the outs, everybody. Just come to God and Jesus and see what they're all about. I pray for the good. I pray for the bad. I pray for the ugly. I pray for all races, color, sex, and age. And everybody to work out in the precious name of God and Jesus we pray. Amen.